Final bout of the regular season. How you guys doing? Ready to roll. Got New Year's <laughs> tonight. Doing a little New Year's pod. Finish off 2020 on a strong note here. Getting ready for last week of the season with a full slate before we uh, take down some playoff slates over the next coming weeks. So yeah. I'm ready to get after it, man. I love Dude, it. Yeah, yeah this, we is a, this is monster, monster slate. So cool. We got seven games in the morning, eight games in the afternoon. Um, I mean, I think it's going to be pretty cool. I'm certainly going to be playing some early only and afternoon only slates. <laughs> yeah, for uh, sure. Big time. I mean, just because you can, right? But uh, ownership is, is not insane, not going to be that big of a deal this week since we have 15 games. So, yeah, I haven't games. even really – I honestly really haven't checked it. And there's nothing that stands out to me at least where there's like a 3K must-play guy. I mean, there's some guys that are like – put into good spots because of guys sitting out or whatever, but there's no like must play where it's like, Oh yeah, this guy's going to be the 70% chalk today. You know? Yeah. Uh, no, I agree uh, with at least that. what I gather, which is nice. Um, like, no, I, I agree with that. that. I mean, there's a few guys that might get up there um, just because of other guys being out. Uh, this week's a little tough to, you know, predict some game flow depending on what teams are in it, what teams are not in it. Um, we see teams every year that are completely clinched, like the Chiefs in this situation, and they still go balls out in this game, right? Yeah. There's some companies that don't like to take that break before the playoffs because they have a bye week or whatever. Um, so it'll be interesting to see some game flows um, and predicting what some coaches are going to do with their guys going into the playoffs here. Yep, I 100%. And I literally have my sheet pulled up with my player pool, and then right next to that I have the playoff picture, which – there's a lot of shit that's about to go down this weekend, which is awesome, right? Like there's three, only three spots, you know, clinched in the AFC. There's four in the NFC, but the seating is still up for grabs in the NFC. A um, little bit of breaking news, like 10 minutes before recording. I don't know if you guys saw Eric Bakhtiari tore his ACL, it looks like, for the Packers. Um, oh, boy. So that's going to be a uh, pretty big loss for Green Bay, not only through the playoffs, but this weekend. He or whoever's filling that spot is facing Khalil Mack on Sunday for, you know, a pretty big matchup in games. So there's a lot that I think is going to change. I think this is going to be a slate that we're going to be taking it all the way up until Sunday before lock to see, you know, who's active, who's not with COVID and people sitting out and late reports. So, but let's jump into it here and see uh, what we like here as of uh, a nice New Year's Eve. Uh, quarterbacks, Joe, what are you thinking? Yeah, um, my favorite guy that I will pay up for this week is going to be Lamar. Um, and I really like just playing Lamar and Andrews. Um, I don't like playing any of the receivers. I mean, that whole situation is just kind of weird. Um, they get a Bengals team that's obviously not great and not playing for anything here. And the Ravens have a lot to play for. Um they need to guarantee a spot in the playoffs. Um, they do control their future here in this situation. I do see Lamar absolutely just taking this game himself um, up in those stats and getting everyone fired up for the uh, postseason. You know, we always say tell a story when you're building a, a roster. And I can see Lamar having one of those games this week that just gets everyone off their seats for the playoffs and gets everyone back on the Lamar hype that he was at last year, which he hasn't really received this year. So I really like Lamar at the top. Um, 
I don't really – I don't know. I'm just not feeling a lot of these other guys at the top. I listed Watson against Tennessee. I listed Herbert against KC. I'm going to have those guys. I just don't have much to say about it. Herbert against KC, I really like. Um, KC, who knows what their defense is going to do in this game. Are they going to be resting guys? Is it going to be more of a rotation? Is there more opportunities? Is Keenan Allen healthy? Is Hunter Henry playing, right? Like Keenan Allen of- also late breaking got thrown on the COVID list about an hour ago. Uh, right. So he's out so, this week. So okay, out. so uh, the Herbert thing just scares me. Or is Casey going to come out this week, Really, again, going full tilt because they know they have a bye next week going to the playoffs? Um, yeah, they're probably going to rest all their high, their main guns. Yeah, I just don't know if they're going to rest everyone on defense. Like, I know Tyree Kill is going to be rested a little bit this week because Hammy's been bugging him. Um, you know, there's going to be yeah. situations like that that we can take advantage of. I just don't see Kansas City really resting too much on defense right now. But I really like Tannehill this week. Um, it scares me how bad Houston's running game is and Derrick Henry just like going ape shit. But that's a chance you take with Tannehill. Um, I feel like it's very affordable against a very bad Texans defense. You know, you can get our boys, A.J. Brown and Corey Davis for, you know, 7.2, 6.2. So I like Tannehill. One of my favorites this week, and I'm getting out of the playoff picture here, is Kirk Cousins going against the Lions at 6.3. Um mm-hmm. Even though that game doesn't mean anything, Dalvin Cook is out. Detroit secondary and linebackers are absolute dog shit. I mean, and what are they playing for at this point, right? They're just playing for jobs next year. So I can really see Cousins, the Vikings, just going nuts passing this week. So at 6.3, I feel like he's really cheap, and I want to get cheap at quarterback this week. Another one's Breeze against Carolina. Um, the Saints want to win, right? They got to get ahead of Tampa Bay. They got to make sure they stay ahead of Tampa Bay here in the standings in the playoffs going against a Carolina defense that can get rocked. I know Breeze hasn't been looking that great, but was it second week back then? Uh, yes, correct. And so last week, I mean, Breeze didn't look great. It was his first game back, but he gets, you know, a kind of a patty cake game, kind of a get right game before the playoffs. So I really like Breeze at 5.9. If I want to get weird, CJ Beathard, I know he has no receivers, but Kittle's back. And if Kittle's playing, Kittle's full go. Just line up a Beathard Kittle stack. I'm going to have that going for sure. Um, another one I like that's not part of any playoff picture is Drew Locke against the Raiders. Um, he goes off against the Raiders, and but who doesn't? Las Vegas' you're going, defense. You're going is, back to the well, huh? Yeah, I mean, Drew Locke, he's not great. He's not a good quarterback. <laughs> but we know Las Vegas can put up points, and he's going to be playing from behind. But we know the Raiders' defense is just not good. Right. And yeah. now that they're fully eliminated from the picture, where's the motivation? Right. These guys are beat up. So I do like Locke at 5K with some of those Denver guys, you know, Judy and uh, Hamilton. Um, but our Patrick, I mean, sorry, Judy and Tim Patch, not Hamilton. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's what I'm looking at quarterback this week. So Lamar at the top, really like that. But I want to say my second favorite is Cousins against Detroit. Um, so yeah, Vin, what are you thinking? Okay. Yeah, I'm uh you're right there, Jim. Um I mean cut I heard Kirk Cousins and I <laughs> yeah, um, I'm with you. I do like Lamar and Watson up top. I'm gonna try to decide between the two of them. I really like having Lambeau. a little bit more I know, but I, I, I like having a little bit more of a balanced lineup this week. However, I do know from my Oh, you know, 100% now. But these are two quarterbacks that are going to play the full length of the game. 
you know, Watson, who knows? I mean, I would have thought they'd pull him a couple of weeks ago, to be honest, uh, playing for nothing. But the dude just goes out there and chucks it 50 times a game. Uh, it just consistently puts up points. But Yeah, they, uh, took, they took him off the injury report today, too. So he practiced in full. Uh, his elbow's okay. So he's good to go. Yeah, my only fear is, like, if for whatever reason he takes a shot or something, like, last game of the year, does Houston just say, okay, let's not get our franchise quarterback blown out here, you know, as knee or something. Uh, I'm not worried about however, that because I don't think Houston has a plan in general. With they don't. That, so, yeah, no, I was just going to say that. They, yeah. they have some, like, random crazy, like, ex, like, mega pastor helping to lead their coaching search. Their ex so, equipment like, manager is their acting general manager right now. <laughs> they have, they have no, there's nobody to say anything. And their old man owner is certainly not, he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking yeah, about. I think Watson's so, actually running the team. He's saying they go to take him out and he says, fuck you. And he just walks back on the field and much. they can't do anything about it. So I'm not worried about that at all, Vinny. <laughs> okay. Don't worry about that. So I, yeah, I like both of them up top for obvious reasons. Tennessee's yep. got a horrific pass defense. Uh, Lamar is going to abs- he's going to smash the Bengals on Sunday. They have yep. to win. Uh, there is a scenario where the Ravens don't make the playoffs. They're going to come out oh, and throttle Cincinnati time. here in the at least in the first half. You know, and if they put up thirty or whatever, like Lamar still hits value if that happens. So I'm good with that. Uh, I do like AA Ron up there at 7400. This is a guy – I know we just said he lost Bakhtiari, which I do not love. But this guy is completely automatic with Adams. He's fighting right now to be the number one seed, a bye. He knows that this is his, you know, a, his best shot as ever to win the Super Bowl and they, they cap got, it off with another MVP. Like, dude, he is going to go bananas on Sunday, I think. So they, they, they have to win. And mm-hmm. their defense is not good enough with how good yeah. of a running game that Chicago has to yeah. even think about sitting Aaron Rodgers. I mean, locking up the number one seed. I mean, we saw it right when the Niners were able to do it. I mean, it's such an easier path to the playoffs and it's not so much about, you know, this year. Um, it's not so much about home field advantage. Honestly, I think, well, no, it's a buy, and it's one other thing that I think a lot of people are not considering is you're not traveling with COVID, right? You're in your own environment. You're not moving around the country. You know, the NFL is not doing the whole bubble thing, and they didn't have to skip any weeks. Kudos to them. But you're guaranteeing yourself staying at home for the buy. You're guaranteeing yourself at least staying home for that next game. And then if you're the number one seed – you're at home all the way until you go to Tampa. So really any COVID concerns, especially in an area like Green Bay where the COVID cases really haven't been that high, I think it's even more important for them, right? Because they don't have to deal with that extra variable. So That's I, a really I mean, good point. I, I have no idea why DraftKings is only pricing him at $7,400. Like, he's going to probably be on 50% of my teams, to be honest with you. I mean, um, he, if we're talking about ownership, if he's not over 20% owned, I have no fucking idea what people are talking about. And I don't think he's going to because they saw people run the ball a lot last week and blah, blah, blah. But, like, they're not going to be able to do that against the Bears this week. They're going to have to throw the ball. And, like like you said, Vinny, I think he really wants that MVP um, in the betting markets right now. He's a minus 360 favorite to win MVP. I, I mean, it's one of those games where Aaron Rodgers could throw like six touchdowns and like 
you know, they might rest like Devonte or something like that, or play him a le- few less snaps. But I mean, I think Aaron Rodgers, you can play him with whoever you want to and feel good about it. I think so. And I think to your point with the ownership, like it's not going to be crazy, but especially a quarterback, you're going to have some idiots out there. And I don't know if Jim, you're one of these people you haven't talked yet, but like that are going to play like Walford for the Rams or Henny for the Chiefs. I'm just not going there. No. Like, dude, I don't no. know what is going on. No. Like, but people are going to do that. So I'm just not one of those ghosts. So um, I, I'm going to make a decision. I have two guys I like in the mid and two guys down low. So I need to make a decision between Herbert and Tannehill. I'm going to be heavy on Derrick Henry this week, which leads me to a little bit less on Tannehill. But um, I need to make a decision there. And then down low, I have interest in both Mitch for the same reasons. We, not the same reasons. It's not an MVP conversation. But they have to win. Chicago wins, they're in. Like, this is a must-win game for the Bears. He's got to play well. If he doesn't play well and they get knocked out, he's probably not even a Bear next season. You know what I mean? Like, there's Correct. no chance. So, uh, <laughs> Mitch, with everything on the line, we'll see what you're made of. And <laughs> down scary. low, like, the, the lowest I'm going is uh, I'm entertaining as Andy Dalton. He's played a lot better. The Dallas is also in a must-win game. If Dallas wins and the Potatoes lose, Dallas is in the playoffs as crazy as that sounds. So um, he's the, the offense has been humming a little bit better. The Giants all year have had a pretty good run defense. And I think Zeke looks like he's someone who just has not looked awesome all year. Um, but give me the passing game with Lamb and Gallup and all those guys uh, against the Giants. So those are where I'm going to be hanging my hat. Nice. James, fire away. All right. Well, um, yeah, I mean, (laughs) um, I mean, I think Lamar is a great play this week. I think Deshaun Watson is one of my favorite plays this week. Um, I actually like Josh Allen a little bit. Now I need to find out and glean any sort of information of what they're going to do. Um, as far as resting people, I know that the Steelers are resting Ben, right? And they're fighting for the two seed basically with the Steelers. So if, if I get some word that like some good definitive, like word that Josh Allen's going to play, I might play him even if he's only going to play two or three quarters, because I, 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 he's putting up, Mahomes like numbers. I mean, he has been going absolutely nuts three of the last four weeks, right? I, I, I really like him. I love Rodgers at 7,400. Um, I love Brady at 7,200 against Atlanta. Um, they just, Brady just had the big comeback against Atlanta a couple weeks ago. Um, they are going to have to win this game. They, they must win this game. Um, for seeding purposes. So I really like Brady and I also like all of Brady's receivers. Uh, I'm going to be playing some Tannehill for sure. Um, I think it actually, I might play around and mess around with like a Tannehill Henry and like Corey Davis lineup this week, just to try and capture all of the touchdown upside. Um, but I definitely like that. I mean, Joe, I, I don't hate your cousin's call. Um, Detroit's so bad. Um, no Dalvin, no Dalvin cook this week. Um, his father passed away. So he's in South Florida. He's not with the team. He's not going to play. 
So they're going to have to throw the ball. I mean, Alexander Madison is still questionable. Um, I, what I can see, though, is a game like, right, tell yourself a story. And I see a game where Jefferson wants to put the stamp on as rookie of the year, which, you know, he's in the conversation at the top. It's very hard for a wide receiver to get that. I do think this is the week where they say, fuck it, we're giving him the ball, 14, 15 targets, possibly more and try to get him that rookie of the year in Minnesota, right? Breaking all Brady Moss's rookie records there, the whole deal. And, you know, it's one of those games where they there's no playoff implications on either side, but there are some record implications. And I think Jefferson can have a massive game against a horrendous Lions team. So that's my Kirk Cousins. That's why I'm playing Cousins. Not because Cousins is good. Makes sense. <laughs> no, I mean, Kirk Cousins is fine, though, Joe. Like, yeah, he- for fantasy, he's fine. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and at six point two, I mean, he consistently gets me three times. Yes, I mean he's he's at the price too where you can do it no problem. Um, oh yeah, if he was like sixty eight hundred, I'm not even looking at him. Sixty three, yeah. it's really enticing. Well, and you know, and his 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 pairing options are not are not the worst either, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I really like Jefferson um, as well. I think it could be a sneaky stack going Cousins, Jefferson, Thielen, just yeah. because they're both priced up a little bit, and people are going to want to play like Devontae and Ridley and all that stuff. So, I mean, I, I mean, you probably talked me onto him a little bit. He's going to be in my player pool. Um, I just need to know exactly some more information. Um, I'm with Vinny. I, I'm not on any of these backup losers that are playing. Yeah, um, no way. One guy I do have interest reason. in that if he's going to play is Matt Stafford. Um, I just don't know if he's going to play. Um, Dude, he's also he, like I, – I, yeah. I, I'm he's going to be – I mean, I don't know. Uh, I don't Dude, have that any guy really – just takes a horrendous beating every Sunday – and what was it? Is it last week the week before we didn't come back? I think he was yeah. finally just like, dude, what yeah. are you doing here? I think like, most of that yeah. mid-range uh, under Cousins I'm probably staying away from. The two guys I have interest in um, are down below is I got Danny Dimes at 5,100. Yeah. And then I've also got Drew Locke at 5,000. Um, yeah, I'm on Locke too, Jim. Locke is a guy that, you know – He's got – you see it. He's got the ability to put up some big games. He's done it a couple of times, but he's a boomer bust guy, right? He's got a five-point game in there this year. He's got an 11-point <laughs> game, right? He's got a 12-point game. But at $5,000, like, honestly, like, 12 points doesn't absolutely murder you, right? At If he was, you know, $6,000, um, you know, maybe – but Drew Drew Locke is a bad Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, I, I, mean, I like to compare him more to Jay Cutler. <laughs> it might be the Broncos jersey, but the the averageness and but he puts up numbers every now and again. It's it's literally Jay Cutler. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, he's a guy I'm gonna I'm gonna have some interest in. He's got some really cheap stacking options. Um, I like Judy or Patrick at forty. You know, forty in the four thousands. You got Noah Fant against the Raiders, and the Raiders just absolutely kill tight ends um, or get killed against tight ends. Um, and Fant is the you know the prototypical type of tight end that the Raiders just get absolutely smoked by, right? 
So, I mean, I, God, damn it. you guys are going to talk me on the plane with Denver again this week, and they're just like a limping, wounded dog, like just trying to get to the end of the season. Ah, I was so <laughs> frustrated last week playing them, but whatever. Well, watching watching the Raiders and the Broncos go against each other this week is kind of like watching bum fights back in the day. We're, but that's what I said about the Chargers and... last week. And, like, dude, it was like midway through the third, and both teams were just like, that meme where they're like poking each other with the stick. It was like, do something. Let's go. Like, come on. Like, let's play some football. Um, what are we so doing here? An, an, <laughs> another guy I had some interest in um, as kind of a weird play, but like, if you're going to play one of these other losers like Chad Henney or Walford or whatever the fuck that guy's name is, <laughs> I might rather just play like Taysom Hill at $5,800. Um I think the saints are going to beat the shit out of Carolina. And I think that like, they could just like, let him run wild, save Kamara, you know, save breeze for sure. Right. I think, I think the breeze story this week, Jim, and I I like breeze a little bit this week because I think they need this week for him to get back into shape. You know what I mean? Like before this playoff run starts, he needs to get back in the groove and I just don't they're see just gonna, But they're just going to run the ball so much. I uh, agree. Yeah. But the touchdown yeah. upside is always there with him. I'm with you right. guys. I, I, think, I, think if you, I think the play is if you're going to go down into the fives, like you got to play someone like a lock that does have a upside potential because he's going to just huck it and chuck it, you know, and if, Jerry Judy decides he actually wants to catch the ball and some of these things happen, like they could put up. 28 35 points and you know you hit massive value of 5100 mm-hmm. so i see it yeah for sure i mean that that's kind of where i'm going you know okay. um i definitely have the most interest in uh i think lamar and watson and then rogers are probably gonna be my top three owned um i'm yeah. really interested in brady as well um and then i'm also really interested in Tanhill. it's gonna be a week where i play a little bit more people um than normal uh i'm gonna not gonna consolidate my lineups that much just because there's so many games and i this week a lot of weird shit could happen um like they go in at halftime right and then they see that somebody's like getting their ass kicked that they're competing with for seeding and then they sit their quarterback right um that's where that's- i just get i get really nervous with tampa dude like bruce arians is a dickhead and I get yep. really nervous that like Brady being in his forties, like it's just gonna look at Bruce McDude. Like I'll win wherever I need to go. Like I don't worry. I'm not worried about going on the road, you know. Yeah. And he plays a half, but I mean, this could be half of these games. So who we don't exactly. really know what's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, like I mean, that's that's again why you bring it up. Like Joey brings up a good point. Kirk Cousins is basically playing for a job. Right, like for a new contract, right? Like for a new contract a, a for deal. a job, like he's got to show out. Um, yeah, guys like him and like Danny Dimes is a uh, Danny Dimes might be my highest owned quarterback this week because at fifty one hundred, I mean, the, you know, I like Wayne Gallman. I really like Sterling Shepard this week, um, and Dallas's defense just absolutely terrible. Right, they're just they've been playing full. better, but yeah, they suck. Yeah. Okay. Great. They're they're just bad. So, I mean, quarterback. You know, those are my early leans. I, I'm I'm going to monitor the news pretty closely. So I'm going to wait to build most of my lineups later on Saturday 
um, or Sunday morning once I know a little bit more about some of these situations. But yeah, um, I think it's going to be. Uh, I think we got some good, uh, some good opportunity. Joe, you're not playing any Derek Carr this week. Fuck no. The, the, the <laughs> last, the last thing I'll say on that Giants game, I just, I hate it. that it looks guy. Like, it looks like it is supposed to be cold as hell and rainy all day Sunday. So yeah, whatever. Again, I know rain's not a huge deal for like good quarterbacks, but we're talking about Danny Dimes and Andy Dalton here. So. Uh, that well, game could be about like eighty-five runs between the two teams. You know, I'm so. I'm not playing any Andy Dalton, so he's okay, just well, too Danny much I, for me. I'm not playing better. any Danny Dimes. That guy gets inside the twenty-yard line and doesn't know how to fucking play football. <laughs> guy, the guy has like two red zone touchdowns this year. It's incredible. Hey, he had one, he had one last <laughs> week. Well, all right, oh. it's, <laughs> big it's, game. <laughs> all right, running back, Jim. Why don't you? Uh, uh, Running backs. Yeah. So, you know, obviously Derrick Henry, I think if there's going to be chalk this week, it's going to be Derrick Henry. Um, And I think that's part of the reason why I like going to Tannehill quite a bit because you can get off that chalk pretty easily. Um, Really bummed out that, you know, obviously Dalvin Cook lost his father, but uh, he was going to be in an absolute fucking smash spot this week. Mm -hmm. Um, Madison, might be an attractive play, but there's some people around that price that I like better. I think Montgomery is a great play at 7,700 again. I think they're going to run the shit out of the ball. They um, have to. And that's the only way they get – that's their best defense against Aaron Rodgers, right? Next guy uh, against Jacksonville, another team that has to win um, is the Colts. Jonathan Taylor is now cemented as the no-doubt bell cow. Um, I love that spot for him. Uh, I love David Johnson at 6,800. People are going to be off him this week because of the price bump, but the volume that he's getting the last couple weeks, you just cannot ignore at this point. Um, So he's somebody I'm going to be in on. I really like Miles Gaskin. Um, He came back in and just, you know, got another ho-hum 14 carries, 33 points. He had that big play, right? But the point is he's getting the goal line carries. He's involved in the passing game. Even when they were down, they didn't go to Ahmed. Um, they kept him in and I think he presents a pretty high floor. Um, another guy, I really like this like mid 6,000 range. Deandre Swift is a guy that I love yes. against Minnesota. Yes. Um, he fits perfectly into a nice little game stack where if you wanted to play cousins and you wanted to play, you know, that full Vikings game stack, you could easily run it back with him. And then like Marvin Jones or, uh, there's another guy in the Vikings that I maybe like a little bit better to add in there. Big Irv, yeah. um, you know, the official so, podcast yeah, I was, of Irv Smith. That's right. This is this I, is the Irv Smith podcast. Okay, no doubt. Look, um, I just like I was getting really caught up earlier this week looking at the playoff picture, right? And I started telling myself, don't get too into that because there's going to be those shit games with two, four, and eleven teams that fucking go 38 to 35 is the game final and people are just getting nuclear. So, and I think that's going to be the Vikings lions game. And I think it's going to go, people are going to look past it because Dalvin's out and there's no implications. Right. I, I love the swift call. A hundred percent. I mean, it's just like one of those things where, you know, I haven't heard anybody talk up, talk up Marvin Jones either. Yep. It's like, they're just ignoring that game. And like, you know, one, one team has no coach. So, you know, that whoever the interim is there is, is trying to win. Right. Um, And then the other team, you know, 
they haven't had a good year. And Mike Zimmer is not a guy that just fucking lays over. Like he's going to try and win every goddamn game. Yeah. Right. So I really like that. Um, Going down. um, I think Ronald Jones is really interesting at 5,900 injury tag completely removed. He was on the COVID-19 list. He had a little finger thing. Um, He's good to go. I really like him. I love Melvin Gordon at 5,700 against mm-hmm. the Raiders as well. Um, as much as I hate Melvin Gordon as an actual player, uh, he's getting the volume, um, and he yeah, is the goal line guy. He popped on the IR. It's all it's the Gordon show. Yeah, absolutely right. Um, I think Giovanni Irv, Bernard. Marv and Melvin all in the same lineup. There you go. Um, <laughs> I think Giovanni Bernard is interesting at 5,400, but it seems as if they're going more and more to Pirine um, in, in the goal line situations, especially the last couple of weeks. I mean, they're giving Pirine concerted effort, um, but we get down to my favorite running back play of the week. Um, you know, his team sucks, but, you know, that's okay. Wayne Gallman is a guy who we were off for a couple of weeks because, you know, he had – he had some bad matchups, right? I'm back in on Wayne Gallman, 5,300. As Vinny said, the weather might be a little dicey, um, but that's fine with me. We'll fire up some Gallman, and and we'll go from there. Below that, I'm looking around. I think Sony Michelle, if, if Harris is out, is an interesting play. Um, yep, I like that. And then I think Devin Singletary is actually a pretty – pretty uh pretty good play for me this week he especially like they're gonna try and run the ball a little bit more this week Miami's got a good defense but in the second half if they're beating the shit out of Miami and they take Josh Allen out like they're just gonna give Devin Singletary a shitload of carries so I think that's some somewhere where I can go but I mean I don't see any of these like punt options this week where I'm going um I don't know about you guys what do you think yeah, I'll, uh, I'll start with the punt options. Um, last week, I played Ooh. him, and I'll play him again this week, even with the price bump, is Dar Ogunbalawale. <laughs> I probably just absolutely annihilated Ooh. that. It's the running back for the Jaguars. Um, okay. Robinson's out again. Ogunbalawale, <laughs> he had um, I think he had like 13 carries for like 75 yards last week, and they just got down by like three touchdowns. So he just stopped getting the ball. So he got me my points. He got me my value. But if there was someone in the game at all, he would have had a lot more touches, goal line touches, and would have been a smash. So I do like him as my guy at the bottom there. I also like Daryl Williams for KC against the Chargers. Um, Le'Veon's got the questionable tag on him. Uh, Le'Veon split carries with Daryl Williams anyways last week. So Daryl Williams against the Chargers at 4,800, I think is a – a play that's going to go undervalued because you got CEH is going to be out. Le'Veon has a questionable tag and split carries with Daryl Williams last week anyways. And Daryl Williams looks good. So I like him at 4.8 as a punt. I do like Naheem Hines at 4.9. I know Taylor's the guy and I really love Taylor this week. I love Taylor this week. But Hines in this game, again, this is against Jacksonville. If they just start whooping the shit out of them, I can see two touchdowns from Taylor in the first half. And then Hines comes in, in the second half and spells them and also puts up huge numbers. So at 4.9, I'll take some shots on Hines. Um, I really like – What Melvin do you mean – wait, wait, first off, what do you mean if? 
I told you guys last week, the code red has been sent down from con. Well, the code red's over because they locked up the pick because <laughs> the Jets are fucking morons. Oh, okay. So yeah, now they can do whatever yeah. they want. They can win this yeah. game and they still have the pick. Yeah, <laughs> okay. it's interdivision, which scares me a little bit. But Colin again, like. Know that. But <laughs> there, there's a guys, that was like mock of the century. Like I would have put my house on the line of the Jaguars not covering that spread, right? If it wasn't Trubisky, I would have done it. <laughs> well, but. I can see them not doing it again this week, right? I can see the whole team just saying "fuck it," like we don't care. So yeah, Hines, time, dude. Hines at four point nine um, to give me fifteen points. He's done it plenty of times this year with very limited touches. Um, he's the kind of guy that can break off a touchdown and get you your value right away. But I like Melvin Gordon against the Raiders. I feel like that's an easy lock it up pick. Um, I just hope his ownership is low enough. I like Rojo, uh, Ronald Jones. Again, I think he's going to get all the carries this week. Um, Arians does not like Leonard Fournette. So as soon as uh, Rojo is ready, Leonard Fournette's right in the pine again. Swift is one of my favorites at 6.3 going against the Vikings. We explained that earlier. Um, J.K. Dobbins against Cincinnati. Um, line J.K. Dobbins up for probably a two-touchdown week, maybe 100-plus yards. Uh Ingram's not even on the team anymore, pretty much. They're just leaving him at home every week now, saying get ready for next season with another team. Um, so Dobbins is the guy at 6.7. I like the two rookies with Taylor and Dobbins together. Those are my favorite kind of mid-range running backs. Um, if I'm going up, I do love Eckler. Um, he's just always in the spot to possibly have 20 catches somehow. Um, I almost want to go back to the well for Chubb. Um, I don't have as big of a Chubb as I did last week for him, but – it's just against Pittsburgh team is resting Big Ben. Fuck the is Browns. The really, is the heart really there? Yeah, fuck the Browns. That I mean, fucking they, idiot Stefanski has no – that guy, honestly, what happened last week, That that's like near a fireball offense. You yeah. don't have all of your receivers. You literally no, have four receivers yeah, yeah, yeah. gone, yeah. and you're playing a guy that's probably was working at the fucking McDonald's drive through and – you let Baker Mayfield, who can't see over the line of scrimmage, throw the ball fifty-three times. Yeah, like against the Jets. Against and, the, and the worst part, the, the worst part, the worst part, it was like the second quarter, and they were only down by like six, and they were like, "We got to air it out to come back." And it's like, throw guys, you got plenty of time here. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, at at the very worst, they were down like twenty to seven, and that's like okay, you're down thirteen points. Nick Chubb or fucking. Kareem Hunt could rip off an 80-yard run at any time against yeah. the Jets. Yep. So, Half you know what? Useful if, if, no. coaches in America would have just run the wish so, instead. We're that's going why, though, that's almost why I want to go back to Chubb because I feel like Stefanski is going to be like Matt Nagy where he's going to go, he reads all the headlines this week, him getting just shredded for not running the ball, and he runs the ball over what he should this week against the Steelers with good run defense and runs it like 75 yeah. times. Um, so I can see that happening as well. And, you know, Cleveland just saying, we're going to control the clock and try to run this game to the ground and try to stop their run game and let what Devlin Hodges, the duck, is he starting or no, the other guy, uh, Rudolph, Rudolph, until, uh Rudolph. until he gets his head ripped off. And, <laughs> and then the duck, do we have back. confirmation? Miles Garrett's playing this week. Yes. 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 He's got the Whoa. laser coming out of his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but right. honestly this week at running back um i really like the guys that are high up there but it it's swift and below i really like swift rojo gordon Dara williams um those guys are gonna be rostering a lot so i can go up a receiver this week um so yeah this is gonna, yeah this is gonna be a heavy i i'm just how i think i'm gonna build is probably a lot of three running back lineups here this week i think there's 
a lot more variance than normal coming with the receiver position, like a team, especially that's out of it or something like receiver, a little like tweet Tammy or turned ankle. And it's like, uh, you know, like I got Hawaii on my mind. I'm not going back in that game right now. So I'm right. just not going to roll the dice there. Uh, or a I'm team's you, winning right? by, or a team's winning by 20 and a guy stubs yeah, his fucking toe and the guy's like, it's all right. Just rest up. Exactly. <laughs> He's not so, in anymore. It, it's a scary week. Yeah, I'm with you. So up top, I love Henry. Um, I'll try to get him on as many teams as I can. Montgomery, I like a lot as well. I'm with you on Chubb. I do want to play him. I'm unsure on him right now. He's a, he's a coin flip for me. Taylor Dobbins, I have next. Gaskin, Swift. The one guy you guys didn't mention, Jeff Wilson uh, for the Niners. Dude, I'm the biggest Niner fan. I was actively, like, pushing them to tank last week and throw that game for the pick. Uh, they did not. Jeff Wilson went ballistic. And Kyle Shanahan's very actively upfront about trying to win games. If they weren't, they would have just lost last week and not played Kittle. Um, they're very much in, like, the team culture building and a win sets us up or whatever. You know, who cares? But Jeff Wilson's actually good, and they're going to give him the ball. Uh, Seattle, I don't even know what Seattle's playing for. They don't seem like the same team right now. Um, it's 6k, like a guy, he's going to get 15, 20 carries on Sunday. So I don't mind that at all. And I'm with you, Melvin Gordon, 5,700. Uh, that's probably as low as I'm going. I, again, same with the quarterbacks. I think there's going to be some sheep out there that jump to the Malcolm Browns, the Daryl, not that Daryl Williams is a bad play. I'm just trying to stick with guys this week that I think I have a pretty good gut idea of like, who's going to get the workload, you know, um, Fair enough. That's where I'm saying, you know, it, it's not right or wrong. Fair or enough. Like that. I'm just going to take, like, I'm almost going to have, like, I'm going to be playing GPPs, but have more of a cash-like mentality heading into this week, I think. But uh, receivers, uh, I guess I'll start. Adams up top, pretty obvious uh, why, and don't think we need to spend any time on that one. Um, nope. Calvin Ridley, I mean – Dude, I don't think the Falcons are in a great position or anything like that. Matt Ryan, I feel like, is on the last leg of his career here. But Ridley is unbelievable. That guy is just, you know, he, he's with, locked with, in 20 with no, points. With, with no Julio Jones, Dude. he's put up 16 or more fantasy points in every game he's played with no Julio Jones. And, like, some of those games he's been, like, way up into the, like, mid-20s. So, like, I mean, I played him last week. And yeah. I mean, I just keep playing him, right? And he's, he's going he's up. Unbelievable, he, man! He's going up against the uh, the Tampa, Tampa Bay Bucks' worst corner. Um, he's going to be lined up taking most of his snaps against Sean Murphy Bunting, who's not good. Um, and Tampa Bay, pretty much. And Tampa Bay <laughs> is a massive pass funnel defense. Um, so I think right. I think the Ridley play is one that's going to go overlooked because of his price, but I think he could easily outscore Devontae Adams this week. I agree. Yep. Ridley's in a great spot. It's just tough for me when I go up to 8,500 because I'm stacking uh, to not go to Adams if I'm going to do it and get up that high Um, or, you know, go Henry if I'm going to go way up top. So um, again, if the, if the lineup can fit and I can make it work, I'll do it. Um, I was on Allen Robinson a little bit. I know he's um he's unreal. However, he is going to be uh, probably um, trailed by what's his name, right? 
Nope. They're not going to trail him this Jair. week. Oh, no, okay. they're going to, they, they've, they've actively said that they're going to give Jair a few less snaps this week. And I think that he, they okay. know that Jair Alexander is Good. probably the biggest linchpin to their defense. And I fall, I've been following some Green Bay uh, beat writers, and they certainly think that he's not, they're not going to worry about shadowing Allen Robinson this week. They might play some man over the top to double team him. But even, yeah. even so, I mean, Robinson went for like seven for 85 and two touchdowns the last time against Green Bay when he was being shadowed by Jair. Yeah. So, um, no, I for think, sure. I think that he's going to be fine. Um, no, I think you're okay uh, there I, this week, Vinny. I'm probably going to be more on the running game there, you know, in that game overall. But, you know, I mean, Allen Robinson, you're never going to be in a wrong position playing him, obviously. No. Joey, I'm with you on Jefferson. Um, I don't know how Minnesota is not going to throw, like, you know, on these guys and tear them apart. So Jefferson is 7,600. A.J. Brown, 72. Uh, if you're going to go Watson, uh, Cooks and him last week won me another four figures. So – I feel like I got to pay my respects and play another lineup with him um, to kind of give it back to the Browns point. Uh, I like a little Jarvis Landry. The Browns have to win on Sunday. Uh, you're right, Jim. <laughs> 6,500 for Jarvis. Uh, he's been very vocal that he, you know, he was pissed off about not being able to play last week. So the Browns need to win. I like him in this spot. Um, I have, I had Woods on here uh, because he's the only show in town, really. Uh, but that quarterback situation really makes me nervous, dude. Like, really nervous. So, I might be scratching that out. I am – my flyer of the week in my, like, big game call here against the Browns, Denzel Ward, I don't know what that guy's deal is. That guy comes up with, like, a COVID, like, diagnosis every couple weeks. He's out on Sunday. I am playing as much uh, Chase Claypool as I can. I think Deontay is Ben's guy, and I think Mason Rudolph is just going to come out firing the Claypool. Well, There's I mean, no Deontay, Deontay's him. been banged up a little bit too, and I, I think they're Could probably going to try around. and give him a few yeah. few less. Like, I don't think they're going to completely sit him, but he's a guy that's been banged up a little bit, and he's been the linchpin to their offense in the passing game. So I think that's a pretty sharp call. I mean, Claypool's dropped in price to the point where I think it's pretty attractive. Yeah. Um, and he's a know, guy we've seen has, you know, two, three touchdown, 150 He's, he's got the upside. Potential against the Browns secondary, which sucks. So, um, you know, I, I, I like that call, at least in my, my head. We'll see how that plays out. Uh, down low, C.D. Lamb at 5,200. He's just better than the other guys mm-hmm. on that team. So I'll, I'll lean there. I'm going to go back to my boy Crowder, or actually your guy's boy who I adopted. Uh, he was awesome last <laughs> week, helped me win uh, 5K even. I mean, come on, uh, stealing there. And Jets then down low, what's up? So the Jets are getting hot, man. I know. Oh, they're feeling it. Uh, <laughs> and then down face them low, in the playoffs. I've got some McCole Hardman at 4,200. Tyreek's out. Like, they're going to be on a limited, you know, uh, player's out there so he's one of the proven guys all he needs is one or two to really you know hit home runs uh tyron johnson uh we mentioned keenan allen is out on sunday he's 4k guyton is also 3400 you know if you're gonna go herbert or not those are guys he's also, are 
Guyton's also got the questionable tag. Um, yeah. So, God, the Chargers. Uh, and the last <laughs> guy I'll mention is Richie James at 3,100. Brandon Ayuk oh, and Debo Samuel are out on Sunday. Uh, if you're feeling frisky about the Niners uh, and still playing hard, Richie James is 3,100. Dude, he's pretty look, much free. Like, look, guys, Richie James, he might drop a ball in the end zone for you. But he might also catch one in the end zone for you. <laughs> no, he's he's going to drop a touchdown. But like he could also put up 15, 20 points. Like he did it earlier against the Packers <laughs> on that prime time game. Just just like beating no, what you're getting, you know. But the guy is actually like a pretty good player. Like I think he's better than Kendrick Ford. Um than someone who watches the Niners every Sunday. So oh, I'll play I'll play him for some punts, you know, not a huge amount, but some. Right. What do you guys think? Anyone, anyone miss? Um, the one guy that you did not touch on that I'm pretty high on this week, and again, uh, I, I think if Josh Allen plays, I'll be all over Steph Diggs at 8,100. Um, he's a guy where you, he doesn't need to play the whole game. Uh, Cole Beasley is most likely not going to play. He's pretty banged up. Um, so there's one more guy in the Buffalo game that I like. Uh, I like any one of the, uh, the Tampa Bay receivers. Again, that's a game that Tampa Bay has to win. Um, they all have dynamite matchups, so I like them. Um, I like the tight, both the Titans receivers. If we're talking about it, AJ Brown, you could go to Corey Davis to get some get some price savings. I, I wouldn't hate that. Um, no thanks on Jarvis Landry. Um, I'll pass on that. Um, I, I think that you know Gallup had the big game last week. Lamb has a, has the best matchup out of all three of the receivers, but I actually like Amari Cooper a little bit at fifty eight hundred. Um, I think he's going to have a decent game this week. Um, one guy that I skipped over in pricing that has not played well the last few weeks is still priced up, but has come down in price significantly from eighty six hundred a couple of weeks ago. Is DK Metcalf? Um, he absolutely torched the Niners last time they played. Um, the Niners are just not good. Um, so <laughs> I'd be definitely going to be playing some DK Metcalf at 7,300. Um, continuing to go on down the list here. A um, couple of the other guys I like. Um, I love the Thielen, Jefferson, um, the Minnesota wide receivers. We talked about that. Uh, I'm going to be all in on uh, Allen Robinson and Marvin Jones this week. I think those are two of my favorite um, plays of the week. Um, you know, I, I think that this is a guy we can go back to and he's priced up a little bit, but T Y Hilton um, against the Jags. And again, yeah, again, yeah. a game that the freaking the Colts need to win. Um, I think he's in an interesting spot. I really like Sterling Shepard this week. Um, he's becoming one of Danny Dimes' favorite targets. And, you know, if if you don't want to play Danny Dimes, I get it. He's not very good. But Sterling Shepard is absolutely a safe play at that price. And then same same thing with Marvin Jones. Um, if you're going all the way down, I'm with you, Vinny. Uh, I really like Richie James. Um, another cheap guy that uh, I like this week is going to be um, Darnell Mooney at 4,100. Um, you know, if if – you know, Robinson is going to see a little bit more Jair. I think Mooney is obviously the solid second receiver there. Um, I, I think that's going to be a good matchup for him. They're going to have to throw the ball a little bit. Um, and then I really like, again, it looks like Jakeem Grant is going to be out. Um, 
Bills defense is not very good. Um, the Dolphins are going to be trying to win this game. Um, Lynn Bowden Jr. $3,500 is a guy that is going to get involved in a significant amount of different roles throughout the game. Um, so that's kind of where I'm going. All right. Yeah, I'm in the same kind of place as you guys. Jefferson at the top. Uh, he's my favorite guy at the top. Really like playing the Titans game with A.J. Brown and Corey Davis. I won't be like crazy heavy on them, but I'll have that stack going. I'm with you, Vinny, on Brandon Cooks. Uh, the guy's been winning the money the last few weeks, so got to keep riding that hot hand. And the Titans defense is not great anyway, so why not? And we just said why, you know, the Texans are just going to throw the ball huck and chuck because it's Deshaun's team and he's running it. Um, going down a little bit, this is where I feel more comfortable this week. Of You know, my more comfortable plays. I really like T.Y. Jim against Jacksonville in a Colts must-win situation at yep. 5.8. Um, I really like that. I really like Emmanuel Sanders at 5.5. Um, at 5.5 for a number one receiver going against the Panthers, you know, why not with the Saints? You know, he can get you catches, but Emmanuel Sanders definitely has that those uh, red zone touchdown threats. So at 5.5, why not? Uh, C.D. Lamb is the only person that actually saved me last week in DFS with that late mm -hmm. touchdown he had. Um, I was starting to – I was getting ready to start throwing things. I was pretty angry at my day, and then <laughs> C.D. Lamb just – bus one and literally like more than half of my lineups jump into the money. So <laughs> I'm definitely going to have more CD going against, you know, Darnay Holmes of the giants this week. Um, in the chiefs game, I really like uh, Robinson and Hardman, no Hill, Sammy Watkins is questionable. They're going to be resting guys. These guys are just electric, right? So 4.8 and 4.2 against a chargers team that isn't good and doesn't care. Um, I can see them not maybe going nuts, but getting that one play. For a touchdown or you know 60 yard touchdown that you know brings us home i like denver judy and patrick 4.2 and 4k against a terrible raiders defense um line me up for them as well um hopefully they can catch some touchdowns this week i have a feeling they're going to get a lot of a lot of grabs and yards touchdowns i'm a little more unsure of but hopefully they do um going down my absolute fuck it play is henry ruggs um i feel like this is the only week that he will like go off and give you know, everyone a glimmer of hope of a shitty ass season that, you know, not necessarily his fault, but, you know, not to the, you know, 12th overall pick, you know, it was not the greatest year, even though he's shown flashes. So rugs at 3.6 against a bad Denver team and nobody's watching. Sure. I'm going to have a little bit of him, but that's going to be my absolute dart throw blindfolded. Cause it's not like he's proven he's getting targets or he's proven that, you know, they're even trying to get him the ball. So that's a really, really weird one for me, but why not? All right, let's move on to tight ends. Love it. All right, I'll start um, at the top. <laughs> <laughs> I want George Kittle, 6K against Seattle. Um, who else are they going to throw to? And George Kittle at 6K is stealing. Um, he might go pretty chalky here, but again, Kittle at 6K, he's a, he's a guy that should be up above 7K, especially when none of his receivers are healthy. So Kittle at 6K, he's my favorite. I do like Andrews against Cincinnati. And then again, another must-win situation, Lamar and Andrews. Um, I like Tanyan, 5K. Give me more Tanyan, the touchdown man himself, going against a Bears team that just can't cover tight ends. So I could see Tanyan getting two in the end zone this week, especially if the Packers want to, you know, give Devontae a little rest, which I don't know, I doubt them doing that. Fant, 4.4, again against the Raiders. It's just an absolute mismatch. Um, whoever's covering him is not good enough to cover him. Then we got our boy Irv. I love Irv against Detroit. More Vikings. Big Irv. And my last tight end I'm going to talk about, um, 
He just he was I was on him all year. He's been slow for me lately, but it's John U. 3.8 against Houston. I keep throwing John U in there because every now and again, John U just gets you 20 to 25 points. Every now and again he does it. And then sometimes it's like he's not even on the team. Um, so I get your skepticism, but I'm gonna have a couple fuck it lineups this week because there's 15 games. So I'm gonna have some really weird shit going on because I think the winner of whoever wins the, you know, the 15 game Millie this week is going to have some really off the wall shit that made no sense whatsoever. So I'm going to have some pretty yep. weird shit. Like again, John, U, uh, Bawale rugs. I'm going to have some weird shit going on this week. I'm, I might have 40 lineups this week. <laughs> so just okay. really nice. <laughs> love it. Um, right. uh, yeah. I mean, I like Kittle at 6,000. Um, I'll have a little bit of Tanyan just because of the price discount. But, like, honestly, unless I'm playing the Lamar stack, I'm not playing Andrews. I'm playing Kittle for $200 more. Mm-hmm. Um, Fant at $4,400 is a guy they'll be heavily on. Obviously, this is the Irv Smith podcast, so we don't need to talk about that anymore. Give us a call, Irv. We'll get you on. Yeah, yeah pretty, pretty much. Um, I'm going back to Aikens for Houston. Um, he's a guy I like. I mean, he hasn't been doing anything crazy lately, but um, – like Joey said, you're going to have to do something a little bit different this week. Uh, and I think Jordan Akins is a good spot to go. A lot of people are just done playing him because he fucking dropped that wide open touchdown. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, I actually like as far as the farthest guy I'm going down with this week is Dalton Schultz at 3000 um, I don't really know why his price has dropped. I mean, he hasn't done anything like spectacular, um, you know, point wise, but he's $3,000. And there's some other expensive guys that I'm going to be looking to play this week. Um, so if I need some price savings, that that's that's somewhere where, you know, I'm willing to go. Um, and that's about it. All right. Yeah, I'm with you, you guys. Uh, Kittle and Tanyan, Tanyan, whatever his name is. Uh, like both of them. Oh, it's Tanyan. Yeah. Tanyan. Um, Tanyan. 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 I'm with you. I, I don't agree with it, but Kittle's a psycho. Shanahan's obviously letting him play. He's the best tight end in the league up, you know, debatable with Kelsey at 6K. Uh, yeah, I'll be playing a lot of George Kittle. Um, Fant at 4,400 uh, to the reasons you guys mentioned. I have a little interest in Gasecki at 42. Um, missing receivers and everything. If he's good to go, um, he's just one of the few weapons that are left. Um, of course, Big Irv, 39. Um, I have interest as well in Evan Ingram at 3,700 with that horrible Cowboys secondary, um, especially if that game is going to have some weather. Um, you know, tight end is obviously quarterback's best friend that's close to the line of scrimmage. So I could see, you know, five, eight catches there for Ingram. And then the other guy that I have, again, I'm really nervous about the receivers, but uh, if I'm going to play it, I'm going cheap and Tyler Higby at 3,500 for the Rams again, quarterback's first start in the NFL I could see McVay you know if if, if Arizona is going to roll a bunch of coverage to Woods which you would think they're going to that would leave Higby uh you know in a pretty good spot and over the years we've seen the only talk we've ever heard is tight ends just shred the Cardinals so um I'm kind of I'm kind of interested in that at 3500 um that's really it um I think depends. the Rams offense oh. is gonna be absolutely it's gonna be horrible <laughs> oh. Dude, Just a it's gonna be really bad. Yeah, I'm talking about. I mean, he's the lowest tight end. I'm going 3,500. Like to the reasons for Richie James or 
whoever else you're going to play down there. You're not expecting 30 points from these guys. You want 10, 12, 14 to right. give you the price savings. So that's where I'm going. Um, and I'll wrap it up. Defense, I have four that I think I'm sticking to. Cool. Rams, Dolphins, Jets. Rams? Rams? The Rams have to win. Playoffs? They they don't. Are they in the playoffs? I think they're guaranteed a spot. If the Rams win, they're in. If they lose, I think the Cardinals pass them. The Rams do not win the spot. The Rams win, they're in. So... I'm looking at this as a game that the Rams are going to just try to keep it close. And their defense is good. And Kyler is banged up. If he's not running around and going absolutely wild, this is a team that we saw the Niners just shut down last week. I like the Rams. I mean, all it takes is, you know, Aaron Donald to get a hold of Kyler's jersey one time and it's over. So, um I like it. I mean, I can see Ramsey's going to go on Hopkins. Like, what else do the Cardinals have, really? You know, no. nothing special. Yeah, right. So that's where I'm kind of leaning. Colts, for obvious reasons. Jacks. Um, <laughs> that doesn't mean a whole lot. Dolphins, that's the one that I need to see what's going to go down there. Um, Look, I think Josh, Josh Allen is playing. And I think Josh playing, Allen's playing I'm the whole game. Obviously. Yeah. If he's, he's if had he's no playing, injuries this year, he's had no hiccups, right? Like, I don't yeah, think yeah, they're yeah, going to. If, if Josh Allen plays, there's no way I'm playing Miami's defense. But yeah. <laughs> there is a chance that, like, Sunday morning we wake up and maybe the coach just woke up and was like, yeah, hey, you know, a smart decision would be who cares if we get the two or three seed? Let's, if Josh Allen gets hurt, our playoffs are finished. And if he has a significant injury, 2021 is done too in a meaningless game pretty much. Mm. So I don't know. I, I don't again, I think Sunday morning is going to be a weird day where we wake up and there's just like Rappaport and Schefter just flinging news like everywhere and guys who are going to sit and all this stuff. So I think that's anyone Allen that's sit, like with the questionable tag. I think if like Josh Allen, a guy that's been healthy all year, hasn't had to deal with anything, there's no real reason. I think he goes. And I know, if he does get pulled saying, like, in the late second quarter because they're just beating their ass, right? I think that's the only situation he comes out. Yep. Yeah, I that, agree. Who knows? So yeah, I, I don't a, know what's going to happen, but so what you guys got? I, I'll make it easy. I'm only playing two defenses this week. I'm playing the Cardinals at 2,800 against whoever the fuck is starting for the Rams. Mm-hmm. And I'm playing the Jets at 2,300. That's it. Yep. I'm with you, Jim. Those are my only two as well. <laughs> I mean, Dude, the New England Patriots defense, offense we were, is... We were on that defense like eight weeks ago. Before they hit their stride, we were ahead of the curve on that one. Oh, yeah. I've been telling everybody. I mean, they have <laughs> yeah, decent... Yeah, that's every week. They, they have decent, like a decent front seven and a decent D-line. And, and ever I since mean, they ever since they got rid of their dumbass defensive coordinator that blitzes eight on Hell Mary plays, I mean, they've actually been pretty damn decent. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Long. Yep, Arizona, Arizona and the Jets are the two defenses for me and Joe. I'm not playing yes. anybody else this week. No, just line them up against the Patriots. I mean, there's a reason we don't talk about anyone on the Patriots offense here. 100%. <laughs> They're really bad. Uh, <laughs> did we miss anything? Any final words? 2020? No, nope. that's it. 2020 is fucking over. Thank God. I'm going to go fire right. up the grill. <laughs> All right, boys. Good luck later. on Sunday. Talk to you later. Peace. All right, late.